Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So that was Peggy Lee with Is That All There Is? And uh, which brings me to Is That All There Is? No, there's two beautiful women sitting across from me. They came oh, in in the middle of that song. We've got Chloe Blackwell and Jessica Redman. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Soho Radio. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so singing, talking in songs. Uh, what you, you Pro or con? Do you like it? I think it's got to be done right. Um, If I'm honest, one of the first times I ever encountered um, that kind of music Mm. was actually through Philip Glass. Oh, yeah. I saw a Hansel and Gretel theatre show where he'd written actually the the soundtrack and it was so beautiful. And then I started kind of investigating them a bit more and I heard Einstein on the beach. Oh, yeah. And Knee Five really got me. Because they count in that song, don't they? They do, and there's a poem at the end. Oh, wow. And it's just, the voice is so beautiful. It's a male kind of voice. It's just lovely. So, Um, Jess, any thoughts on talking in songs? I mean... Not rapping, Jess, yeah? Oh, right. (laughs) Not Eminem. That's talking. That's talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, going on the camp theme, I guess, Mika, the Grace Kelly song. I love that song. I do too. I love the dynamic of going between the song and talking. Yeah. It just adds another layer of texture, doesn't it? Good, isn't it? Um, So I've brought you here today because the other woman show celebrates women who do cool stuff. And you girls certainly do a lot. And you're, you know, behind the scenes. And it's good to bring you to the front of the scenes. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you what you do? Okay, well, Jess and I have um, worked together for about five years, is it? Yeah. Sorry, mate. (laughs) And um, we basically spend our days in a room without windows for the last five years together on our own, (laughs) like a couple of crazy people. Um, We work in Mm -hmm. post-production, which is uh, a really good mix, actually, of male and female. Mm -hmm. However, the job that we do is um, post-supervision, which is much more of a male uh, industry, Mm -hmm. especially like within the factual entertainment sector, which is where we sort of sit. Yeah. So we've made, I don't know how many shows together, so many, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the last three years, we've spent... Um, in another room without windows, uh, working on the Grand Tour okay. with, with Jeremy Clarkson. So. And is the windowless thing part of the job? Do you have to have no windows? <laughs> I think it's just our bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they think, I think the problem is that people think no one wants to see their faces. Oh, stop. <laughs> You've got gorgeous faces. It's wasted on radio. We'll oh, post a picture in a bit. But, um, so what, when you say post-production, like most people don't know what that means, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you want to do a like post-production for dummies summary that would be helpful I think it's a little bit hard because I think Jess and I are very uh, pro post so we would say it's where the magic happens Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, basically as soon as a uh, film has been shot and the rushes come back to the post house it is our responsibility from that point on so overseeing the edit, overseeing um, the the track lays, 
the dub, like where all the sound gets added, um, overseeing all the legal side as well. So making sure that everything's above board and is where it is and dealing with the lawyers and dealing with the commissioner and all of that mm-hmm. alongside uh, running our editorial team. So we, we run support for editorial, so yeah. the directors and series producer, exec producer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably... The simplest explanation. I think so. Yeah. That doesn't sound simple. simple at all. <laughs> but basically, the main switchboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for and, everyone. And so, I, I mean, I I work with you quite a bit you in the music department, and I've seen you work together. And you, I would say, you complete one another. It's very interesting watching you work because you have worked together for so long. You're like a little bit yin and yang. You fit together perfectly, and. And what you don't do, she does, and vice versa. So, Jess, do you want to give us a little summary for dummies, like yeah, I what guess you're doing? It was quite lucky because Chloe and I met, like like you said, five years ago, and she actually trained me up. Oh, so when okay. we first met, I had just come fresh off reception, uh-huh. didn't have a clue. Yeah, <laughs> and Chloe was like, "Oh God, <laughs> this is quite a task." Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's unique about me and Chloe is that we we don't have to. We just get each other and we, we understand where each other's pros and cons are. So yeah. we know where our strengths and weaknesses are. Um, I'll pick up on something that Chloe thinks, oh, I'm not sure about that. And mm-hmm. she'll she'll guide me through like every step of the way. And yeah. she has done the whole time. Wow. Um, and That's yeah. a good friend. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. A, a friend and a mentor. Nice. She's been amazing. Can I just say I sound like a really nice person? <laughs> I don't want this she to get out is. on the airwaves. You are man. a nice person. Don't listen to her. She's lovely. <laughs> I'm ruining her reputation. Oh, <laughs> what for being a hard nosed bee? Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, well. Damn it. Damn it. The truth is out, people. She's I got a gooey centre. One of the interesting things, I think, when you work as a female in this sector, um, just to elaborate on your previous question, um, when uh, we first started on this job, so I started it first. Mm-hmm. So I did the first six months of setting up and creating how it was going to work mm-hmm. as a program. Um, just came on in the summer. Um, and I think the first thing that people say to us is, what's it like working for those misogynists? Well, and it is their public persona that they're quite macho. And, you know, it, you do wonder, is it very uh, friendly to feminists? Mm-hmm. I think both of us would say that this is the first job. Well, certainly for myself, I've, I've been doing this for a very long time. We won't talk about how long because I don't mm-hmm. want to be coming across <laughs> like I'm 80. But um, it's been well over a decade. Uh, let's you started young. <laughs> yeah, so I was a baby. Mm-hmm. I was a baby. And um, I think this is the first job I've ever had where I've not encountered any hashtag me too issues. Wow. That's um, saying something, right? Yeah, I think that's been um, interesting. And I, I would say not to talk for Jess, but I would say that we both feel that the presenters being so involved with the show because they, you know, they write it, they create it, they mm-hmm. they do everything around it alongside Andy Wilman. Um, I would say that they don't really, whether this is a good or a bad thing, in our eyes it's a good thing, they don't really recognise gender. Um, they just recognise talent. That's, well, that's perfect. That's yeah. all they see. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, that's kind of amazing and maybe good that the word gets out, that it's actually kind of a feminist place to work. Yeah. It really is. It actually is, like yeah. having having been there a little bit, like it, it does seem like women are behind the scenes calling the shots and no one's taking issue with it and yeah. that's how it should be yeah. and they're very supportive um you know jeremy's very supportive of of, of females um very much so in the racing sector mm-hmm. um you know he believes that women should be able to race against men without any kind of inhibition because um 
why not? Well, um, yeah, you're driving a car, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I think a lot of people get the wrong end of the stick. Yeah, I think that's probably true. So thanks for setting the record straight. <laughs> um, I'm going to play a song and then we'll come back and do a little more talking. Alrighty, that was Karen O and her new single that she did with Danger Mouse, who's one of my favorite producers. So it's a dream team, just like the dream team sat here in front of me, Chloe and Jess, <laughs> of, uh, of post-production acclaim, grand tour fame. Um, tell me, girls, because this must have happened to you at some point over the years. Mansplaining. <sighs> Discuss. Oh. oh, this is just one of our favourite subjects. Um, <laughs> it happens an awful lot in our industry. Most people that work in post-production in engineering are male. And they like to ex- like explain how to suck an egg. It's mm-hmm. like their favourite pastime. And sucking we, eggs? Sucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, ones. we just ch- try to work out how many eye rolls Jess and I can get away with before they notice. Mm. That's our game. Yeah. And what's I've, the record? I think it's about five now. Good. Yeah. Good going. But my, I keep getting eye strain. In fact, I'm sure that's why I've got to wear glasses now. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's not age or anything. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Jess had an absolute corker the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, so for Christmas, yeah. I wanted to get my mum some camera film for her really old vintage camera. Yeah. And there was a stall on Greenwich Market. Yeah, and so I went up to the guy and I was like, "My mom's got this camera, and I really like this film." And you know I a was, thing or two about cameras yeah, and film, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, I did a little dabbling mm-hmm. at uni, um, and my boyfriend was with me, and the whole conversation, this guy would not talk to me. He was directly <gasps> talking to my boyfriend through me. Do you I've, think he fancied your boyfriend? Maybe. He is a bit of a bear. Mm. But, um, yeah, I could just see Ali getting more and more awkward. He just kind of kept looking over to me like, like I, I don't I'm know, not I don't anything. care. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just pointedly just kept adding more questions in and uh-huh. doing my little ditzy face. Uh. And then as we walked off, I went, well, thank you for all your help. <laughs> and I just thought, wow. Douchebag. Douchebag. Just yeah. assuming that I wouldn't know anything about exposure time. Because or you have boobs. How a camera works. Yeah. yeah. I think you need an extra piece of flesh between your legs to work a camera. Obviously. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chloe? What's um, your best slash worst mansplaining moment? I mean, I have to say when I went to... Oh, there's so many, but I think one of my favourites, um, just because my husband died of shame and had to leave the shop, <laughs> we were um, shopping for a new TV. Mm. I'm quite funny about my telly, as Jess will. Because you know a lot about telly, right? Right, a bit, yeah. a wee bit. <laughs> and um, I'm really, I'm fastidious about buying a new TV every like couple of years because I want to be obviously want to watch my work the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, so I went into Curry's and was there looking about, and I was deciding on which make I wanted to go with. I was walking around, you know, the guy, you know, the man. Mm. He comes up to you, doesn't he, the old yeah. rep. Uh-huh. And uh, he's trying to say, like, look, um, I know you don't know anything about backlighting, but, and I was just like, oh, God. And then my husband tried, bless him, mm. to intervene and said, oh, um, listen, mate, like, just before you continue down this route, 
I don't want things to get awkward. Yeah. And during this time, the Grand Tour actually came on in the entire shop of tellies, right? Uh-huh. Like so, hundreds and hundreds. Like hundreds yeah. of them. All your work all over right the screen. Right? And so Dave said, no, you don't understand. My wife actually makes this. This show? Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, you work in the factory that makes the screens. <laughs> and, um, and I said, no, no, the Grand Tour. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm really confused. And so at that point, my husband had to leave and sit in the car because he was cringing so hard uh-huh. and he couldn't deal with it oh my god but I think some of the hardest times where I've really struggled with it is where I've ha- I've been a guest speaker somewhere uh-huh. which happens occasionally yeah um just because you're for- like a panel speaker yeah. at an industry event or something. right basically 4k yeah. and HDR is something that's very very new still and mm-hmm. we kind of paved the way for factual entertainment it was mm-hmm. the first of its kind yeah um and so I get asked to do them and, and you often find yourself talking in front of your peers um which are majority male and you get heckled as a female about a hundred times more than really. Yeah. What do they do? Like show us your tits. <laughs> <laughs> if only I wouldn't have minded. Um, no, uh, it's generally things like, you know, I, I did one recently in Amsterdam, the big IBC show, mm-hmm. and um, I was explaining uh, my workflows. I was up with um, the. Um, what were they called? The David Attenborough Blue Planet. Oh, we Blue were Planet with, yeah. Too, yeah. So we're Blue Planet too, and we're up there, and um, they were asking me about my workflows, and I was explaining mm-hmm. why I created mine the way they are. Yeah. And this guy in the in the audience is saying, "I mean, frankly, your workflow is wrong." And mm. I was saying, "Well, I would challenge that and say it's different, given it works." How, who's he to judge? I think the difficulty is that a lot of men, and this isn't, I don't want it to be a generalisation, but most of the males I have of counterparts mm-hmm. that I've met have had this very kind of rigid idea of how things need to work. Mm-hmm. The truth is, and I said this to him, you know, if I was working on a show with a load of young, um, fresh talent, engineering and, and, and presenters that were involved and were, were, were up on all of their tech, mm-hmm. I would have no problem in running tech the way it should be yeah. I'm doing the fingers just so yeah you know. yeah <laughs> and um but actually I don't work with those people mm. I work with people who've been making telly for 30 years yeah and I have to build things around my clients mm-hmm. you know so I I just think there's no really that's a great thing about post-production there's no right or wrong answer yeah you just kind of work it out as you go along don't you? I guess it's a creative way to work yeah. with tech really and to get people lined up to do what you need them to do right um and also i've witnessed you have to be very adaptable oh, like yeah. curveballs come at you every day oh we love a curveball ah. mm. daily occurrence but yeah. they keep you on your toes it keeps you fresh it keeps you learning that's the great thing about post-production there's no right or wrong answer there's no um end to the learning the new mm. um we're pushed by the manufacturer who yeah. brings out 8k tellies and 12k tellies and we're yeah. going to have to make telly for that wow. so we have to constantly evolve and figure out new ways of of, of doing things that yeah. keep it cost effective well because i guess um tech is constantly evolving so that makes sense you have to evolve too that's yep. it and every day is a different day wow. that's the beauty of it i find yeah you're just constantly right what's going to be thrown at us today right I well, think, that's cool. I think as well, the, the thing is that I think a lot of people, when you talk about their work and, you know, they're like, oh, God, what, it's Monday, this is rubbish. Mm-hmm. For us, it's just like, what's going to happen today? Yeah. Because we never know. Yeah. And every day is a, is a school day. It's yeah. Every right. day is a new, a new adventure. And I don't think I've ever dreaded going to work. Well, that's an amazing thing to say. And you commute on Southern Rail. <laughs> that's quite, quite something. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play another song and then we'll be back.
that is Irma Thomas with Time is on My Side, because why not? Um, we were just talking about our uh, best slash worst moments with celebrities, because in our line of work, we do meet them. Um, Jess, best worst story? Best worst. Best or worst, whatever your favorite. Mm, my best was definitely... Um, when I was separated from Chloe for a brief period of time. That must have been hard. That was awful. Yeah. Um, on my last day, I um, got to meet Josh Homme. Oh. And is he as tall and hunky like so a Viking tall. that you think he, he might be? Uh, and I mean, it's an old, almost like a Victorian house. And the, the door frame is so low anyway. What, he, he is like a Victorian no. house? <laughs> <laughs> the post house. Oh, okay. <laughs> he literally had to duck down to get in through Aww. the door. And I just... I did go all red and shaky. Did you and I shook all. I'm a great big fan. And uh, just felt really mortified. But also I was hungover, so I'm going to go with that's why I had the but shakes. Of course it was. I wasn't intimidated at all. Mm, good. Mm. <laughs> uh, Chloe? Okay, I don't want to do this, but if I don't say it, Jess is going to do her version of the same story. So <laughs> I'll out you. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> Nothing safe. Um, okay, so... Years ago, when we were working, what road were we in? Berners Street. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, one of the post houses, Jess and I were running at the time. And we were doing this show with Professor Brian Cox, who I love. I've loved him from the first time he did, what was that show he lit? Star- Stargazing Live. Oh, oh I was that, obsessed yeah. with it. Anyway, I started working on his show and I was his producer and I was so excited. And um, <clears throat> I couldn't wait to meet him, but I didn't know when he was going to, when he was going to turn up. Anyway, there was day I had this terrible cold really really bad and had this like three coats on you know and Jess had gone out to go and get me some day nurse or something so I couldn't even <laughs> breathe could I? I was like snotting oh, everywhere no. it's disgusting and uh the doorbell went I was like oh god and I like shivered up the corridors going on to it and the door opened and there was this like light like this kind of like ah and there uh-huh. he was stood there and he looked at me and he said hi I'm Brian <laughs> And I went, I know who you are, but blew a massive snot bubble <laughs> out of my nose, right? And we oh. both just looked at it. Like, it just kept mm. going for ages. <laughs> and then it just popped. And then just as Jess walked back in, she went, what's just happened? I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was just so mortified. And then she tweeted it. So Nice. I'm just sad he didn't go, I can see it's expanding and expanding. <laughs> That would have been the perfect moment. <laughs> would have been. Why didn't he think of that? What about you, Angela? Um, I mean, I've had a few clangers. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure which one to, to go with. I mean, I met Noel Gallagher last spring, and um, he was like, hi. And I was like, hi. And he said, oh, where are you from? He sensed my hi was not a UK accent. And I was like, I'm from Kansas. And then there was a big pause. And then I just said, I'm from Kansas, and walked away. <laughs> so I think I was pretty eloquent and cool. It's like those uh, dolls with the strings. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's a snake in my boot. I love you. Yeah, it was just a bit. So uh, anyway, I don't know why, because, you know, I'm a fan, but not like a crazy crazed fan. So I don't know why I choked. It's always the weirdest times, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I'm going to play another song. And then uh, we'll we'll talk some more. Lost leaves, who you gonna meet? Who you gonna call on the way down? Wind blows, lift from below, lift from below. Who you gonna call on the way? 
Aw, that was the charming Pika Pika. They have a gig at Mirth, Marvel, and Mod on the 2nd of Feb, supported by Fiona Bevan, who you might remember was a guest here on The Other Woman Show. So if you missed that in the summer, you can hear it again on Mixcloud for Soho Radio, The Other Woman Show. Uh, we're back with our beautiful post-production girls, Jess and Chloe. Hello. Hi. Um, so we, we've heard all about your adventures behind the scenes. We've heard all about your glamorous celebrity moments. <laughs> and uh, let's hear a bit about you. So you both have a little bit of a quirk. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Um, Jess, I was mortified and in awe of you because uh, one of your friends signed you up to do a triathlon. Oh, yeah. And you just did it. Yeah. If um, someone signed me up for a triathlon, <laughs> I'd tell them to F off, you know what I'm saying? Well, but you just yeah. went, oh, I guess I have to do a triathlon now. So talk me through that. How, um, do, you, how do you conjure that up? I'm one of these people, if I... I'm, I train a lot better. I do exercise a lot better if I actually have a goal. Mm-hmm. So I have got a group of friends and family who do very much. We all just sign each other up for things. Um, I think that sounds it mean. Is, it is <laughs> it's a bit mean sometimes. <laughs> um, for example, my friend signed us up for a 10K mm. back in November for January, which in hindsight, January is not the best time for a 10K. It's kind of cold to run outside. Yeah, it was yeah. freezing. But, you know, we did it and it was nice to do it as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives well a bit done. of extra spirit. But yeah, the triathlon was really quite something. I'm not a strong swimmer. Okay. Um, despite being from an island, um, yeah. you'd think I would be quite good at swimming. And you don't mean the island of Great Britain. You mean you're from no, a tiny from island, right? Tiny little island, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... That took a lot of training and the waves on the day were ferocious. But I'm so proud that I did it. Yeah. I mean, it was only a super sprint, so we're not talking, you know, marathon swimming. It's still exciting to me. it was still something. Yeah. Yeah. It just gives you a little something to aim for. Yeah. I love ticking things off of lists. Yes. So this is a goal to tick off. It probably ties in with your day job ticking things off of lists, right? I love ticking things off my list. It is satisfying. (laughs) It's so satisfying. What about you, Chloe, and lists and extracurriculars? Um, Well, with lists, basically, like, I've got Jess, so (laughs) I'm a human list. She writes me lists all the live long day. She went away recently for three whole days and left me by myself. And I had the list Mm. of all the things that I then had to highlight to say I'd done it. (laughs) It's brilliant. Oh, God. I don't get a lot of time. So um, I work a standard 16-hour day. (laughs) Is that standard in post-production? It is in my world. Yipes. Um... And I tend to <clears throat> work seven days a week. Okay. Um, yeah, it's that really bad. very tiring. It is. Um, but now things are slowing down a bit for us because the, the series is out. Watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's awesome. Um, we, we're we slowing down now, aren't we? So yeah. we're like looking for the next thing. But um, a bit, little bit of a plug there. Um, <laughs> but I think... Like now I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that I want to do. So I suppose like last year I went through a real kind of evolving time with imposter syndrome, which I've had my entire career. I mean, there's a stereotype that women especially suffer with that. Um, How did you overcome it? Um, Just by being uh, really hot at your job? (laughs) 
that doesn't work sadly um <laughs> i've been that all my life but joking mm-hmm. uh no i think the the thing is is that i think you need to work out where it comes from mm-hmm. and then i think you have to kind of work backwards mm-hmm. and i think it's about being really honest with yourself mm-hmm. i am one of those horrendous people that is honest with everyone um but maybe i could give myself a taste of my own medicine sometimes right and i think i had to just think about where that was coming from and how yeah. to deal with it yeah and understanding that Men and women are fundamentally different. I think mm-hmm. that men aren't necessarily planners. I think that they wing it. Mm-hmm. And I think they're brave in that respect. I mm-hmm. think that women need to know the ins and outs of a duck's bottom hole um, <laughs> before they can go and pursue anything. Censored and I, for radio. <laughs> yeah. That was censored, actually, Jess. I haven't said a single thing bad yet. <laughs> it's the day's still young, so let's not get too excited. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's that's the thing. I think you've got to just look, really look at what you have achieved and, yeah. and what you've done. And, you know, I've travelled the world. I hate flying, as yeah. Jess will say. God, She's never yeah. getting on a plane with me, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Spielberg calls. Yeah, and then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're so creepy. Oh, you make me sick. Um, yeah, so I think that's the thing. I think it's conquering fears. And I think I've been doing a year. I think Jess would say it was about a year last year, wasn't it? Like yeah. where I did that. And now it's all about the outer transformation. Mm. So now I'm all about shedding the pounds, mm-hmm. gaining hair. I mean, if you could see me right now, I look like Ariel. I'm just saying. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful hair. Um, and so I think now it's about trying to be on the outside as I feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing lots of scientific approaches to weight loss. Mm-hmm. And that's been driving everyone bonkers. Um, but it's working, right? It's work. Yeah, it's been three weeks. Eight pounds gone so far. Wow. Yeah, which is great. I never thought you needed to lose anything, but that's why we love you, Angela. Well, there it is. But you, you got to feel good. You know, so. she's blind, but she's amazing. <laughs> my ears and my mouth. Work. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so you and you have a puppy, so you go for long walks on the beach and things like that. Yeah, I've just signed up. Um, I've had a bit of a year of um, cancer attacks, actually, uh, <clears throat> with family members. Oh my gosh, being very very sick. Yeah. So I decided that. I've got to do something about that to say mm. F you cancer. Mm-hmm. And I've signed up to do a 26 mile marathon walk. Um, wow. Idiot. And I started on Saturday the training, did Amazing. a 10 and a half mile um, walk. And uh, yeah, with little mouse, so the little legs go in. Can she handle that long of a walk? She's a tiny dog, by the way. Yeah, she's a Pomeranian Chihuahua. She's mm-hmm. miniature. Um, yeah, she did about seven miles and then I had to carry her for about half an hour, but Aww, she was all right. Bless her. But I mean, 10 and a half miles, how did you fare? Yeah, it's a fine. Long way. Yeah, I mean, I've been training hard this year since the 31st of January. I've been doing weights, alternate days, and cardio the other days good on ya so yeah seven days a week training and um, and working and commuting from out of London yeah until, you're like superwoman I don't know how you do it I've started wearing my pants outside my trousers so that people can recognise <laughs> that um, I'm actually a superhero I don't understand how you're awake most days to be honest <laughs> yeah that's amazing well we have a lot of caffeine don't we Oh, yeah. Love a bit of coffee. Yeah. Mm, caffeine, lots of green tea, yeah. lots of... Yeah. yeah. And you, Jess, are a vegan. I am for my sins. And yes. how long have you been? I, do you know, I don't actually know the exact date, but I think it's venturing on three years now. I think it is cool. three I years, I think mate. it's three years. Yeah. Which, and what was the catalyst for that? Uh, I was one of those classic watched Cowspiracy. Right. And I have a really severe guilt complex, so okay. uh, it really triggered into that. Uh-huh. I think it was something I'd sort of had already in the back of my mind that I was starting to question, mm-hmm. you know, 
just thinking about being vegetarian. So it's like the <clears throat> ethics behind it it's, versus yeah, nutrition or a bit of both? It's a bit of everything. It's the ethics, it's the environment, it's the health. It just was the whole package. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chloe can vouch for the fact that I used to eat any kind of meat going. Wow. Oh, she was disgusting honestly, with her meat. Honestly. Honestly. Like mystery meat? Yeah. Oh, oh, God. God. It I'm been scooped up off the floor of the factory oh, right. and mushed mm. together. That was my Well, dream. at least that's top to tail, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah mm. going cold turkey was quite interesting but did you crave it or no weirdly i didn't like, my my to be honest the the one thing that i miss a lot is fish okay um but i'm sort of um experimenting with things like scallops at the okay. moment okay because they're sustainable they're sustainable yeah. they don't have a nervous system they don't mm. have a brain blah, blah, blah yeah they can't see me okay yes right <laughs> essentially <laughs> They can't see me coming <laughs> while you sneak Easier up to on catch. them. Right, because there is the age-old question every... Because I was vegan six years, so... And it was cheese that made me cave. And probably if I watched Cowspiracy, I'd go back to being vegan. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. It is. It's hard, especially... At first, it was going out. And mm. I think I had more anxiety about what other, po- what other people thought. Mm more than what I was thinking myself. Yeah. Um, but a lot of places now cater for veganism yeah, more it's than amazing. ever. It's, so I did it at the right time. Yes, <laughs> it's you really did. exploded. Well, maybe Cowspiracy has a lot to answer for yeah. in a good way, yeah, you know. I think so. so but you're not a vegan, however you're super health conscious, Chloe. I am I am and I'm I mean I have my binges. I mean let's be honest. I mean um, who doesn't I like a be, chip yeah. now? I then. mean otherwise I won't be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love a chip. <laughs> a chip. A just a, one. Just one, yeah. Mm. Sure, one sure, giant sure. chip. Just the one on your shoulder, Jess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think like I'm not mass I wasn't always I haven't always been health conscious. I think this year I've turned a bit of a corner mm-hmm. because I am a cheese monster. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was a vegetarian, brought up a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And I, Jess used to really, really rip me for being mm-hmm. the worst meat eater ever because I just didn't want anything. Oh. <laughs> it's like, unless it was like plain chicken, I wasn't going near it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would just be like, God, you're rubbish. Just be veggie like a normal person because it's just, <laughs> this is really ridiculous. But I probably, yeah, I mean, most of my meals are veggie, I think, mm. aren't they? I don't really eat, I eat fish. Yeah. Uh, I can't give fish up. Sorry, mate. Sorry, fish. (laughs) I love you too much. I don't think I've witnessed you eat much meat, so it's not a big part of your day-to-day. No, and I think when Jess and I go to eat, which we do quite a lot, um, we tend to go with vegetarian restaurants anyway. I think we always did. We've always eaten that way, I think. It's like my favourite place is Ethos on East I love that place, yeah. They should be giving us some bank for the plug Um, on Soho Radio. Ethos, come on. (laughs) If we get like 50p off your 50 million pound Yes. Yeah, it is Not a cheap. treat. It's a treat. Yeah. It is definitely a treat. Speaking of treat, I'm going to play another song and then we'll be back for more. Sing it just like that with the gum in your mouth and all of it. Politician Man by Betty Davis. Um, Chloe here is just on the case finding out. I think Betty Davis was Miles Davis's 
not wife. Getting, I can't confirm nor deny because my friend Google's like not having any of it. Ah, so well, we are in a basement. So uh, <laughs> if you know the answer, let us know, people. Um, anyway, that's Politician Man, which segues into the depressing topic of politics. We won't dwell on it too much, will Ooh. we, ladies? But um, you do the best Theresa May impression ever. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's radio, so you can't see it. Right. But I. Uh, one of the first times I met you, Jess, you did the <laughs> Theresa May thing, and she just throws her head back and shakes her shoulders and silently laughs. The classic Theresa May cackle. And you even did a needlepoint of that. I did. Yeah. Do you know, I still need to finish that. Mm. If anyone is interested in a Theresa May needlepoint kit, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I take it you're you're not happy with the results and what's going on in the world? Um just generally what's going on in the world, I'm just a bit confused as mm. to what the F yeah. is happening. Um, getting a little bit bored of hearing the word, the B word. I'm not even going to say yeah. it. The B word is constant all the time. Yeah. And I get it's a massive change in our political climate. For and, sure. you know, it's going to change our lives forever. But talking about it nonstop isn't going to change anything. In fact, nothing, nothing. is. I mean, uh, nothing we can do. It's all in their hands. Right. So. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. No. And and the, the big Mr. T across the sea, nothing oh, we can do about that no. either. Chloe, I mean, what do we do? You're first, wise. What do we do? I think the first point of call is to get him a bloody barber. Well, yeah. <laughs> first, first thing Because first. you can't look at that roadkill on top of his head and take him seriously. Also, he's very, very orange. Yeah, he's a bit umpalumpa-like, really. <laughs> he is. Literally. Yeah. And I would say that Theresa May, bless her, looks like one of those baddies out of Dark Crystal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a gelfling or are they the good ones? No, those ones? are the good ones. Okay. It's the other ones, you know, the ones yeah. with the... Oh, I'm doing the face. Stop it. <laughs> You're doing it as well, Jess. <laughs> oh, we're bad at this. We're too used to telly. Mm. Um, I just think... I mean, both Jess and I were Remainers mm. um, and we both really believe in freedom of movement for mm. our younger generations yeah. due to, for educational purposes. We are massive fans of free movement where we can attract some of the best talent of the world mm -hmm. to our country, mm -hmm. of course. Otherwise, yeah. you're an idiot. Um, but I think that realistically, the point is, and I think we both sort of felt it after the, the vote had happened, the referendum, it was sort of like we were gutted, but it was like, well, we've got to move forward. We have to find a way through this. Because regardless, the rest of the country didn't want to do what we wanted to do. So we have to kind of like deal with it. And the problem is now that there is no one dealing with it. I saw a Plan C in the paper today. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Buy a bunker and hunker down. I think, yeah, I think everyone's going to Aldi this weekend to um, stockpile, <laughs> apparently, according to the media. Wow. But yeah, I just think it's a very sad time. And I think mm. that this will be a time, a period of time that we will look back on as a very distinct period mm -hmm. I think even the music is reflecting it I think people's um, leisure time is affected by it mm -hmm. and I think we'll look back on this decade past decade of, of, of politics in a very interesting way in the future mm. it's yeah. just madness isn't it it is pure madness it's crazy um, I should play a song I think uh, why don't I play some Sharon Von Etten because she's, you know, pensive and suits the mood. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Follow me until you don't know what 
that's Sharon Von Etten, everybody, with you, Shadow. Um, Chloe, this is your year of self-discovery, is that right? It is. I just want to... Um, it sounds really weird, and, <clears throat> and I'm worried that Jess is going to interject with something really inappropriate. <laughs> that's um, pretty huge. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty huge. Um, so I want to try and push myself in every area. So creatively, I'm trying to push the boundaries with writing, um, and my music, so I play, I read and write music very badly. I play saxophone, double bass, a bit of piano. But my brother is the real creative in the family. He's mm. incredible. Um, he's in a band called Town of Cats. Look them up, they're awesome. Mm. Um, but I want to try and get back into the creative aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to start pushing boundaries. So along with all the exercise, I want to start putting myself out of my comfort zone in a personal mm-hmm. way because in a work way it's almost like Jess would say it's second nature I think mm-hmm. I just throw myself into whatever yeah. it's like I texted Jess going oh so we're gonna be on a radio show on Tuesday right sure okay so what are we doing don't know right so where where are we going Chloe don't know but we're just gonna do it okay fine so that <laughs> that's normal for me and I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with that like there's nothing that really scares me and mm-hmm. if it does scare me I want to do it more yeah but in my personal life it's the complete opposite and I really want to start working towards changing that you're trying to achieve a balance there yeah, so it's not yeah. all work and no play, basically. Yeah, but I think I just need to stop being afraid. You know, I want to mm. go and try pole dancing. I'll be rubbish, but I want to give it a whirl. That I want to just fun. see what happens. Yeah, why not? Good on you. So you say you are um, soon going to be putting yourself out there for new opportunities. How would someone get a hold of you? Should they be, I don't know, Marvel or Spielberg or somebody? I mean, those are the two, really, aren't they? I mean, anyone else, <laughs> remove yourself. Um, <laughs> no, so we um, we form a, a company called Click Post Production, mm-hmm. and we have a little website, yeah. um, clickpost.tv, um, so you can see some of our hilarious photos from snapchat that jess and i took for them very funny um yeah so we're, we're looking for the next adventure we're just happy that we've got each other yeah it's going to be such an interesting year yeah we really want to sort of just get our hands stuck in with something because it you know it's been an amazing experience on mm-hmm. the grand tour but it'd be so nice to try something completely different well because it's all transferable skills right yeah. so yeah. you take all that smarts to something else and Why we've been not? working with cutting edge technology, which is still re- like it's still new. So yeah. it'd be amazing to apply it in a different yeah. environment or for a different genre. Or awesome. But, yeah. Well, next time I'm making a feature film, I'll give you a call. Listen, Thank we're you. there like swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being guests today. Thanks I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, the other woman show thanks you, and uh, you know, thank you Soho Radio listeners for. Uh, given us your time i'm gonna play you out on um mini ripperton's le fleurs uh if you want to see the other woman live uh we're hosting a night at paper dress vintage in hackney on the 19th of feb where yours truly is doing a gig along with lone taxidermist and samantha waits and ruth barnes and sherry amour my fellow other women are doing a dj set so come on down to paper dress on the 19th of Feb, and see us all in person. And uh, right, here goes. <laughs> 